they're they're growing up so fast. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 324. He's Randy and I'm Jason, and we are back for back-to-back episodes. What do you think, man? Two weeks in a row. Oh, it's good. Good. (laughs) How was your week? I don't really got anything. I didn't really do anything this week. That's not completely true, but... I got a lot of stuff. What do you mean you didn't do? I got... uh, It took me, like forever to mow my lawn on friday which was super boring to talk about but the, the so much rain it's endless rain mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing how you what well, don't you have watering for your lawn anyway don't you just auto rain no i have not turned it on this year because of the water situation in acton it's tenuous i did not oh. turn them on because you have to pay every year to get like them to come get your own MTM. well doug no i i don't have my own well i run off the town water um, mm-hmm. i should get my own well but yeah, it's like minimum three grand just for the them to dig mm-hmm, the well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, as you know, we the and day there's before, no guarantee. Right, right. They start there three thousand. Yeah, I, uh, they start there. But the, as you know, like the day but the day before I went to California, I got water in my basement. So I know there you go. The, what. Did you stick down like five feet? I know. I know. I I actually looked into uh, oh man, well point at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. One point at one point. Do you know what that is? No. It's basically this like perforated spike that you mm-hmm. drive into the ground and you just keep hammering it into the ground farther and farther and farther. Yeah. And eventually it, w- once you hit the water table, if you had, if you, then it will allow the water to come in and it's like a, it's a, and yeah. And then you can put a pipe on it. And, um, but the problem right. is I didn't, I, I don't know that you'd get enough flow or enough water. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, it you didn't matter this year. Like I said, back to the point where we were getting so much rain this year. And so here's the thing. We went away, California, as you know, I came back and I was yeah. like, Hey, this is the water, told my son who mows the lawn usually. And I was like, Hey, the, the, the grass is really high. You should raise the lawnmower up one. Do it like now. Cause you do it. We usually do it like every 10 days mm-hmm. and then just wait seven days. And then you can drop the lawnmower back to the lo- the regular height, and then you're just on the regular schedule again, right? Well, he never <laughs> did that. So I went out, and I was like, well, I'm going to do him a favor, and I'll mow the lawn while he's gone at summer camp. And I dropped the lawnmower. So the lawn had grown for like two weeks. It rained a ton. And now I'm l- mowing the lawn lower than I've ever mowed it. <laughs> like. So it it was just taking forever, and I went through. Usually, I usually do it with like two and a half batteries or two even batteries. If it's like normal, like August, mm. usually two batteries. It took me All six. Right, it had me. I was getting triggered for a while there about the lawn mowing, but now that you're talking about the battery powered mower, I'm a yeah. little more back into it. Okay. All right. Let's get you back into it's it. Pleasant, pleasant little buzzing sound. Not too noisy. It's not too bad. Not too no. Smelly. But the mm. other thing is, it's weaker. Like it's not quite yeah. as strong, and Oh, when the battery's dead, the battery's dead. You can't just, I mean, you can throw another battery in, but it's not like you can just keep pouring more gasoline into it, right? Mm-hmm. So the batteries have a charge cycle. Uh, but other than that, I would highly recommend it. The electric. My, my one, I know my neighbor across the street, he, I convinced him to get one. He like, I'm like, test it. Let me know what you think. And then you can decide. And he went and bought a different brand. And I know another neighbor has another electric lawnmower. Electric lawnmowers are taking over for these like suburban quarter acre lots or whatever i think i think it's good they are quieter there's no oil there's a lot less exhaust there's no exhaust um yeah i think it's a it's a thing i would recommend highly if you if you're thinking about it you seem distracted like you're doing something else i'm doing a little bit of soccer stuff while you're talking but i'm, uh, I'm listening yeah. i'm we, listening we could pivot into soccer are you ready i'm not ready we had a board uh, meeting last I'm, no night. i'm not i got um you know, it's not even so much that I'm not ready. It's like we did. We had our board meeting, mm. talk about all the stuff. We do the assessments, the coaches in the spring. They're they're always like, "Hey, turn in your player assessments, turn them in. You know, fill out these forms so we can make nice teams in the fall and do everything right." I was the only one that turned in an assessment. <laughs> really, zero other coaches turned one in. Hmm. And we did these. How many these, coaches are we talking about? One out of ten. One out of four. All all of them. The entire league. <laughs> Wait, you're the only one? Yeah. All right. <laughs> can, you hear, can you hear the cat? Just making meow noises. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. 
Still the only one. You're making desk noises again. Oh, gosh. It's going to happen. Um, so we had a, an actual assessment where they played, where they came and they played for a day. And that didn't go super well. It was very hot. It was a little disorganized. Wait, when was this? At the end of the spring season. The end of the spring season. Okay. Yeah. So we did like a, <clears throat> all the kids. Well, we got as many kids as we could. I thought we should have had it like, well, it doesn't matter. But we had as many kids showed up and we did some assessments. But it was kind of like the game's really quick and I'm trying to look at some kids and they're like, okay, switch. I'm like, wait, I didn't get these numbers yet. Why? It's only been five minutes. Like, what are you doing? Wait, five minutes? It was, they would just rotate them and then rotate them and rotate. And I'm trying to chase, I'm trying to find these kids with numbers. I mean, like, I don't have notes for these kids. And so whatever it is, what it is. Well, they gathered all those up, but they haven't given them back to us yet. So here I am trying to make the teams and I'm like, Mr. Player Coordinator Guy, can I have all the assessments so that I can rank the kids for this division? Oh, I need to get on that. Like, what? So everybody's seems to be a little bit behind that's funny. You guys do. I just noticed. I just bumped into a headline that another um, bar and grill that I have fond memories in Boston had shut stores for the last time. I'm sad. Oh my um, god! It's it, the restaurant industry is so screwed. They're just going to be so so bad. Anyways, um, they are. back to your the the soccer assessments. Yeah, we do a very very formal process with two different. Tryout days. Mm-hmm. This is for the travel program. I think you don't run a travel program, well, or you only run a travel program. Or yeah, some, yeah. It's yeah. the high. Everything above grade one two is travel, quote unquote. We we should have done more. We should have done mm. a longer assessment day. Two days would be nice to give an opportunity to come on a day they can make it. Um, I'm going to push for that next year. But like, in the spring, because that's when kids transition the grades. So we don't, as coaches, we don't aren't part of the assessment. We do our well, own we assess, we assess other kids. Like, okay. we try to go assess kids that we won't be coaching. Sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we bring in these professional development coaches who are part of the New England Revolution, which we have a partnership with. And all this, it's, it's very complicated. And yeah, it's that's crazy. cool. No, I should push on that. We need to do more of that. We yeah, need to do more formal stuff because we're losing yeah. some kids too. The, the, the soccer league itself is losing kids to baseball and, we lost a ton of kids. I, yeah, I'd be surprised you really lose them to baseball. Yeah. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, so we uh, – yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, board meeting last night. I'm like, oh, man, this is real. This starts in like three weeks. Yeah, the first games are September 11th. I'm like, oh, my god, September gosh, 11th, yeah. not even a month. It's a month away. I'm like, are you serious? And, yeah, first games, and we got to get all the teams together and the practices. And the- and then you get the super coach who's like, I'm like, oh, have you guys, like, got on a field yet? He's like, oh, yeah, we've been practicing for a couple weeks. I'm like, what? Serious? <laughs> He's like, yeah, Monday, Monday and Wednesday nights. I'm like, you're running two practices right now? Are you crazy? Like, how With many who? People- he doesn't even have a team yet. Well, he we kind of have our team. Well, that's a whole nother. <laughs> That's a whole other st- subject that I'm not going to get into. He just got his team together. He doesn't even have any made them yet. No, just, we've made the, the teams. Mostly made the teams. So There's like yeah. n- like 90 percent made. Um, we really? make we make the teams. Yeah, before school's out. Well, it's we for most of the teams are made before the la- the last day of school. We send out the you have made the A team, and then once everybody accepts really? or does, doesn't accept, because we don't want the kids talking about it with their classmates. Hey, what team did you make? Blah blah yeah. blah. So, and then, um, and then well, based that's, on that, that's after the assessments. And yeah, stuff, that's all. Yeah, so we start the assessments in I think April, and then May. We have April and May, and then June. We the first couple of weeks of June, we make the teams up, and now seventh and eighth grade, which this guy is, he we do it differently. Oh, man, I could go on and on about it. It's just so sort of stressful for me. But there's we have divisions and directors and eighth grade, and I'm this like caught in the middle guy because the eighth grade division director and the seventh grade division director. Now in seventh and eighth grade, we join the teams. So, yep. and I'm this coach who coaches the eight who has coached the A team for the for the grade level. Now in seventh and eighth grade, we merge them. So in theory, I should be coaching. Now this is where it gets all fuzzy. The eighth grade division director said he wants to keep his eighth grade team together because they stayed together as a seventh grade team. And so instead of mixed merging the teams, we're going to have a seventh grade team and an eighth grade team. Right. Now we have enough interest. We're going to have two seventh grade teams. And that's where it becomes awkward because I'm the guy in the middle who's coaching the quote unquote more skilled 
seventh grade team, but I'm not the director. So the eighth grade director sets up his team. The seventh grade director is setting up his team. And then I'm like, hey, what? how many players do I have? And who are they? <laughs> and they're like, well, yep. you know who they are. They're your team last year. Yep. Like last year we played 9v9 and I have 11v11 now. I only had nine players at a game last year. I know three of them are dropped out, done yeah, with soccer. Yeah, well, of course they needed – I mean, the division, whatever, the director yeah. needs to get it. So, I mean, <clears throat> give you a different perspective, right? Our town, our seventh yeah, – I was going to ask you this, but go on. Team oh, I think this may not be the question. Currently has six kids registered. <laughs> yeah. So we just won't have a team at all. Which sucks, man. That bums me out so much. But why don't you – no, I'm not asking you personally. Like, why isn't the division set up to like merge, run a seventh and eighth grade? It is. Oh, you only have six seventh and eighth graders. <laughs> mm. The boys seventh and eighth See, grade. See, you division. should partner up with like I know Westford's looking for players, and you should like yeah. that. That bums me. Out. It really is starting to bother me now. And somebody may listen to this episode and be like, "I told you so," and I'm like, "I, I we still have other comments here," but yeah. um. Like youth sports, we, we get very serious about it, and I'm bummed out now. My town is huge. I just told you we have between seventh and eighth grade, we have like fifty plus girls that want to play. This is girls too. <clears throat> wow. Um, wow. What's that supposed to be? There's about? less girls than boys always in all divisions. But, no, uh, not in ours. Let's well, see, we well, in, in ours. It is. So, anyways, it, like the fifth graders, we don't have a fifth grade team that isn't travel. It's like these girls just want to. Some of them never played soccer before. They're 10 years old. They want to learn how to play soccer. We don't have a place. Town is 24,000, 22,000 people, something like that. We can't figure it out because we have to, because the way it's set up is we always are like, okay, let's do tryouts. It's March. Tryouts first week in April. Let's do it, right? We got to set up the travel teams. And I'm like, what the hell? This is so Mm -hmm. backwards to me. It's like, these are 10 year olds, nine year olds, right? Really? At that point. And we start this at third grade, dude. Third grade, we're having travel teams. Our tryouts for second graders. These kids are seven, eight years old. All right, so going. back to the parenting news. Yeah, it's, I'm going to dread it. I hope I just maybe I can just do coordination and not coaching at all. Maybe so wait, coach. Well, let's go into this. You got you got it. Seventh grader now? No, Max is going. Yeah, into going in seventh grade. Max, no, he's going into eighth grade. He's going to eighth grade. Okay, <laughs> he's a rising eighth, eighth grade. But and Molly's going into sixth grade. No, Molly's going into fourth grade. Fourth grade. I thought yeah. they were two years apart. No, she's just huge. That's all my kids. Um, yeah, all of your kids are two years apart every yes. other anniversary. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Right. And then that and then that one day in for faith. <laughs> <laughs> that one day in May, my birthday. I don't know. Anyways, okay. Um, awkward. <laughs> um yeah. Uh where was it going? Where were we? Oh. So yeah, how old are kids? They're they're growing up so fast. So wait, um, one thing I did want to ask you before we leave the soccer soccer subjects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The soccer Soccer subject is when you have enough kids in a division to make two teams. Yeah. Do you make like an A team and a B team, or do you go? We're going to make two teams of equal skill. <clears throat> so this is this is the challenge. There's a couple of angles to this challenge, right? And in fact, I was training a new director to, this evening. I was talking to someone who's taking over director, and I'm trying to make templates for the future directors and the whole because we just don't we don't have any instructions for like what you're supposed to do when you're a director. So I'm making them. And uh, she's like, "Well, when do I get all my team assignments and stuff? When do I get that?" I'm like, "Whenever you make them." She's like, "What do you mean? Like, you're the one that." does it <laughs> she's like oh man i don't want to how do i do that i have to put kids on a team and do we do you know she's asking all these questions and then my son you know my child she gets into the my child stuff <laughs> my child only plays well when they're with the other kids but they're not that good he's not that good to begin with so uh what do i do I'm like that's you separate yourself from the my child syndrome step one mm-hmm. but anyway so the short answer is we kind of do both sometimes but not always it depends if there's if there's a lot of kids in the division, then we'll definitely make an A team that's stacked. Okay. If there are, if there's two teams, if there's enough for two teams, um, yeah, we'll try to do a stacked team and then the rest. If there's three teams, we might do a stacked team and then intermingle the other two and then evenly weight the other two. It really depends. Because the main problem is, no one wants to coach the C team. The kids, the kids who's, the kids who are phoning it in usually have parents that are also mm, phoning it in. Or busy, or busy, I guess, you know? Yeah. Like, 
And so it's really hard to find a reasonable good coach for the especially in the higher divisions. Like if you get to if you have like a boys five six or whatever, the five six division, grades five and six, and you have four teams and there's like a D team and they're really bad, you know, they've just been Right, they're just bad. You get but down to that. Keep... That's a lot of kids, but okay. We don't. Oh, we okay. don't. I'm saying if. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Right? Who's going to coach them? I don't know. Uh, someone's parent. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're and right. And then they're yeah. just kind of like, man, you know, kick, run. Eh. Or they're like, Susie, how are you doing? Where Susie is their kid, right? They're only right. coaching their kid. Yeah. Um, I don't want to like castigate all these volunteers too much, but yeah, you're all right. And there's, it does become, so, I had such kind of aggravation with my eight, 12, 12 year old division director. Uh, some of the decisions that not just he was making, but the league. And I was like, I'm going to become division director for my youngest who was playing. And now I'm the division director and she doesn't even play. <laughs> so, um, which is sort of interesting, but it's also like, it's good that I don't have, I can make objective decisions and not be like, well, you got to get my kid over there. You know, I'm not trying to like maneuver my for what's best for my daughter because my daughter's not even there. And since I'm already involved with the league anyways, because my older daughter does still play, it's I'm, I'm part of the the system, I guess. I, although I don't know, sitting on a board meeting on a Monday night and first weekend in August is like oh, it's the worst. I don't want to be here. <clears throat> but agreed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We get we get burnt out. And I don't know. I whatever. Soccer talk, boring. So what? What I'm also doing? I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna change something. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Today is the tenth, August tenth, tenth of August. Mm-hmm. And um, for two days, oh, they did group pictures. That's so sweet. For two days on <laughs> Sunday, two days ago, You're we cracking uh, up we, with this. we dropped we dropped both of our children off at uh, sleepaway camp. For the first time ever. It's the first time they have been to an overnight camp with, without us. And, um, oh, which one? How'd you pick it? Where is it? Blah, blah, blah. All those questions. Roll the dice. Doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> uh, it's a YMCA camp. They're all the same, basically. They turn into like these legacy camps. You know, I went there when I was a kid and I oh, went yeah, there for right. 18 million years and then I was a, counselor there and now i send my kids there whatever it's like fine okay good for you um it was <laughs> our first time so we did drop off it was pretty it's pretty interesting <clears throat> now, did you say it's one week or two weeks it's two it's two weeks now are you going to check in on them this weekend no can't do that oh really so there's no no there's i mean there's a couple things one they have all kinds of uh you go on their website and there's like a fact about, oh, can I call my kids um, yeah. to check in and see how they're doing? And they're basically like, F you know. <laughs> we have found that's a that's dumb a idea, idea. And therefore, <laughs> we won't let you do it. And it's there's no like, you know, if you really, really need to, there's just right. it's just flat out like go no. straight to hell. No. Once we shut the doors, <laughs> the doors are shut. <laughs> and then, so you can you can send them emails no more than once a day, which they will print out. <laughs> And bring to your children, and they could, because they cannot reply, they are not allowed access to the computers. <laughs> you can say, but they encourage you to send letters. So I'm probably going to go write a letter later, a couple of letters, I guess one for each. So kid. are you doing this? Are you did, are you sending them daily messages? No, oh no, that'd be a huge distraction. Are you, okay? Are, okay, well you're not doing it. Hmm, okay, never what? mind. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you are, you were doing it, and then I was going to ask you if it costs money. The emails, no. no. Um, I, I I will send them a letter. I'll write them a longer letter because you know. That, and they even said specifically like a snail mail like, letter. You mean? Yeah, like a snail mail. But letter. when are you going to do that? You got to get hurry up. I know. You do It'll it like, get there. They're there for two weeks. Uh, I'll, yeah, send, I'll write it tonight or something. All right. Um, they did even said like if you do send emails, don't make them like. And it's just hilarious how flippant their their writing is on the website. They're like, don't make it these short, terse, like, text conversations where it's like, hey, what's up? You know, hope today went well. Bye. Because they're like, we're not delivering those. Oh, really? <laughs> it better be a real conversation. <laughs> <laughs> there better be some meat to this message. Otherwise, it's not going through. 
<clears throat> but what they do, I am certain they're alive for, to follow up on the question you're trying to ask next, because they post, you know, dear listener, they post uh, pictures every day, like hundreds of pictures on their their Smug Mug site. Smug. Uh, okay. And so you can see, and I'm I'm clicking through them, and of course I'm making clicking noises right now, which I shouldn't be doing. But so you can see, there's sometimes there's hard to find your own kid in there. You can see a lot of kids. There, there's been a few of our kids in each day, which is good. Uh, but you can see them doing all their activities, and and you can see that they're uh, still alive. So that's all that kind of matters, I guess, is that they're not crying in a corner somewhere and haven't been called. But what did happen? What was fascinating? So we did drop off. You go see their cabin. You bring their trunks in there. You see there's there's bunk beds, so all the kids are in bunk beds. And then there's usually two or three cabin counselors that are in their own not bunk beds at the end of the cabin. Okay. The girls' camp and the boys' camp are 100% separate, which we can discuss. They're separated by, I don't know, a couple hundred yards, really, you know. North camp, south camp. There's a lot of shared facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure they can probably see each other from afar every once in a while, but they don't commingle the kids. They don't eat together. Okay, that's what I was going to ask that, yeah. They don't do activities together. So is there only one mess hall, though? I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. Um, that is a very good question. Because, yeah, whatever, they have the logistics down of how to shuffle these kids around yeah. from place to place. And it's like, okay, what do they do? You know, well, they just, they got a day packed full of activities. So I stumbled, they're painting rocks right now in this picture. It's like, who cares? Boring. Painting rocks. You know what? They're having fun. I don't care. Uh, I'm not managing it. I'm getting a kick out of you, though, because you're like, uh, so this is how it went for me, because Grace went to the first time to overnight camp. Like, really? When, yeah, this was two weeks ago. Jason had been to Boy Scout camp. We dropped them off the same time. And then Grace goes to (laughs) camp and, like, they give us the thing, this piece of paper uh, there, and and it was like kind of like an advertisement for like stay connected to your kid, and it felt very much like this add-on service ah, that yeah. that you know campmemories.com, dot right? Some and they go around all the camps and they they sell this package, and all they need to do yeah. is like you just have to have one of your counselors take a bunch of pictures and upload them, and then we'll provide the messaging service and blah 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 blah, right? Um, and it felt very much like that. And then I'm looking at the prices and I was like, oh, okay. And it's like, we have to pay to like send her a message and then she can kind of respond. And like, I was just like, I don't know. I kind of feel like we should maybe send little, you could send little notes to them. That's what it was. It wasn't like send a letter. It was much more the opposite. Like, Hey, send a pick me up or send a, you know, have a great day message. Right. And they would slip it into their little cup and then. They were taking pictures, but the pictures were garbage. They were blurry. They were just like these weird candid shots. The resolution was way less than what you have. Now we didn't pay for it, but I felt like, okay, like I dropped her off at camp. My wife and I had this little conversation on the ride back about whether or not we should do this. And then I totally forgot about it until I picked her up. And I was like, uh huh. I totally forgot. Maybe. And, and I carpooled (laughs) with another guy, another neighbor whose daughter was there. Same camp. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Same camp. And they kind of planned it. So I was like, Hey, there's no sense in both of us driving. You want to just go up together and get the girls? Um, and, uh, he's like, I'm like, Oh, did you send the messages? Like, uh, yeah, we did. And I'm like, Oh no. Like I could be in trouble. Like she could be like, you never sent us message, you know? Right. And and never, but like I thought, like you thought it was going to be a total distraction. Like the kid doesn't. Do they want to deal like that's not what they're there for. They don't want to deal yeah. with this. This is just like yeah. a money making for campmemories.com or whatever the stupid yeah. service is that I was like, this sucks. Get this thing out of the just get away from the kids. Let's let them have their they're separate. We're separate. Let them have their space. Let them have their time. That's the whole that's what they're yours doing. seems yeah. a lot more more passive though. Like you're just observing, like the re- looking at the pictures, and your pictures yes. are way, way better. Yeah, they <laughs> they have they basically have they have a photographer who's kind of dedicated to doing this in each camp. If two. Yeah. And their job, I think it's probably just another, you know, counselor, you know, teenager slash 21-year-old person, whatever, former camper. They just walk around all day taking pictures of all the activities and they get a couple hundred. They, they even they even talk about this in the fact. They're basically like, we get take more pictures of South Camp than North Camp because there are more oh, really? girls than boys. So hmm. they, they have like, 350 campers and mm. like two thirds are girls and one third are boys or something like that. It was, 
Um, <clears throat> so they even explicitly said, we're going to take more pictures of the girls than the boys, which is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so they just they just post them. So they're high yeah. high resolution, like you said. They're um... so my wife did look at the pictures, and I did. We yeah. went. It was the same. We went. We went out to dinner on Wednesday. We looked at them together. But uh, and it was kind of like, oh, I wonder why they're in a car, in a van, and I wonder why there's a dog there, and I wonder what they're. You know, it was that kind of like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of interesting. I think we could have bought the pictures, and then it would have been better, maybe. Um, just for the record, campmemories.com, we could buy that domain because I think this is a great idea for money making because people <laughs> that are spending, spending this kind of money on camp won't mind spending another $20 oh, to yeah. keep in touch. It's only six grand, campmemories.com. Uh, <laughs> the domain. <laughs> I was like, I hope I'm not like t- totally throwing shade at some camp. Me- like, so wait, so- how old, how no, old is this one sorry. that you, um, sent to camp? Uh, that, that was like a 12 through 16, I think, the age group. So she's 12. Yeah, she's 12. Oh, you know what? There was younger kids there. This might have been 10. Okay. Might have been 10. And no yeah. other kids went to camp? My son went to Boy Scout camp, but there's no, there's no, there's, they're, they're there. They're like, there's nothing like that. There. There's no pictures or anything. No, no, no. Yeah. This, uh, and it's like half, it was like half the price. Uh, the Boy Scout yeah. camp is much more like them doing scouting stuff and like taking mm-hmm. care of themselves than the, the Girl Scout camp was much more, I don't want to say cushy, yeah. but, but it's cushy. You know, they're in cabins <laughs> and not tents. And, uh, yeah, cabins yeah. and not those, those platform tents. Yeah, right. So, I mean, we very deliberately, this is a camp. Uh, I mean, it's not, I don't remember what it costs. It's certainly not cheap. Mm. And, you know, to give you an idea of the activities, they, they do have a lot of, they do have a lot of waterfront. Um, yep. equipment, all those funny little circle boats that I was talking about that are, they look hilarious. Tons of those. They have mountain bikes that look pretty decent. They have a big stock of mountain bikes the kids are using. Mm. They have a music room with lots of guitars and keyboards and other instruments and stuff. Art studios and things like that. They have outdoor adventure courses. It's a big variety of of activities and classes they can do. And, and they're doing yoga in this picture now. And I tell you, I mean, this is just my observation, and we talked about this a little bit. This is just my observation from the pictures. Um, and you had asked me, and I have said things like this in the past about the, the girls' camps and the boys' camps being separate. Should they be together? Should they yeah. co-mingle for some events? And having what little experience I have with a son and a daughter, <clears throat> I definitely, and from seeing other kids, I, I definitely tend to lean towards the side of the girls feel more comfortable. Yep. When the boys are not around. Agreed. And as weird as this sounds, you can kind of see it in the pictures where like when they, the first day and I, you can look at the previous, we have access to see like the previous sessions, the first day it's just like normal stuff. And then as the camp progresses, they just get more and more, very specifically, you can see it in what they're wearing, which is, which uh. is a, an odd way of summing it up. But, <laughs> but no, I'm not even kidding. In the, in the sense that like they're just wearing their bathing suits, uh, 24 seven. Like they come, they leave the waterfront and they have no desire change. They don't care. Or they're just, they're just wearing. Whatever, you know, whatever activity they're doing, they're just wearing like their bras, like their sports bras or something. And mm. it, it's creepy to talk about, I know, but it, you can see a dramatic difference between the early pictures and the late pictures. And of course, you'd think like, but they can see people are taking pictures of them, wouldn't they? I mean, like, don't do this. They just, you know, you, I guess it's just two different things. You forget about it. Um, well, all the pictures you showed me, they were, uh, n- n- not in, not immodest. Let me put it that way. Not, not immodest. They're not walking around in like lace and whatnot. They're bathing no, no, suits no, no, no. and whatnot. You know, they're but but they're actively. They're. I think it's more in the like the the actions of the pictures. Like they're participating in the events. They're, they're yes, playing. You know, they're all playing tetherball together. Or they were around some pole right. or something, right? Whereas if it wasn't, then I, for better or worse, and take this how. Well, I don't know. I I think the the. This happens on the playground stuff. Those kind of sporting activities tend to get overrun sometimes by the, the boys and by uh, the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the problem. Yeah. I look through this whole day and I don't see my daughter anywhere. But you know what? She looks like all the other kids at this point. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. So I'll have to go look at North Camp. See if I can see my son doing any goofy stuff. <laughs> 
Um, so we'll see how they do. I'm interested to see what they say when we pick them up. They'll probably say something like, why are you here? You know, um, like they usually say when I pick them up from day camp. <laughs> so, you know, and we'll hopefully hear about their experience and they'll want to go back. And I don't know if I would do a longer session, right? It's a two week session. You can do four weeks, six week, eight week. They can, they can stay between sessions and, and kind of carry over. And people do that. People, kids could stay at camp for like eight weeks for the whole summer. Yes. Some do, right? Some do. I don't. Some absolutely do. Um, I feel like, oh, there's a picture. Some people, I feel like, oh, yeah. I feel like that would get old. Uh, maybe there'd be new kids. You know, maybe you'd kind of try to improve some activities after a while. You know, I, I just feel like two weeks. Could I get enough swimming in, enough uh, boating? Could I learn to sail? Could I? So I'm, I am on a, it's funny that you bring this up because you're right. We have what, two and a half weeks left? Yeah. Three days and two weeks of business days, right? And I feel so bad for my son right now because, and it's sort of weird, right? He just got back from visiting grandma and grandpa today and he's kind of, he's upset and he's stressed out. I think he leaves Sunday to go to Idaho, Maine with his good friend for, which is a small island way up like six hours away, I think six to eight hours and then a ferry, uh, for like four days. I think it's Saturday through Wednesday or Saturday through Thursday. And then he's going to come home and we're going to turn around and we're going to go visit my parents again at another lake in upstate New York, four hours away. And, and then he's going to come back. We're going to go there for like the weekend, right? Thursday, Friday. I think, yeah, we're going to leave. We're going to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday and come back Sunday. And then he's, then it's the last week before school and he's going to run, he's going to do a sport. So cross country starts and he's going to be doing cross country. He's going to do cross country. Yeah. And, uh, very good. Yeah. And he, I can tell he's just like, ah, oh, it's so much time on my, my time is booked. But the flip side is like, his time is booked doing awesome stuff. He's going to go with his best friend, Ilo Maine. We're basically going to do whatever the heck he wants. Mountain bikes, right. just get lost in the woods, go in boats. They had, he had a blast last time and he has a, he has a ton of fun with this kid. Like they're good friends. And so I feel bad, but then, and then we're going to go to the lake, visit my parents, which he'll enjoy. And he's, he's good with the family and he's not like, he likes seeing grandma and grandpa and Nana Papa and, so it's just, I don't know, man. I feel bad in one hand because I'm like booking up his vacation, like his few days. But if I don't, he's just going to stay home and play video games. I know he's just going to yeah, sit on yeah. his Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you have to. You can't. <sighs> like he doesn't understand he... it though. He doesn't. I no, no, no. I don't know how to but communicate But he's there. He'll enjoy it. And then he might be, they might be ungrateful when they get back and be like, yeah. I wanted to do such and such with my other friends. It's like, yeah. you know what? We make choices and we live with them, right? You could yeah. you, this is what you get this summer. Next summer, maybe we'll try to. But well, so like, maybe that's in response to the sending me camp for eight weeks thing. Like, we got we got two months of summer, more or less. Yeah, we did a bunch of day camp. So our formula for this summer essentially was straight into day camp. Uh, for the whole month. No, wait, we went away for a week. So two weeks of day camp. We went on vacation for a week. Another week of day camp. Two weeks of of sleepover camp. We're going on another week-long vacation together, and then it's like a few days, and then school starts. Hmm. So, is that the same formula we'll use next summer? I don't know. I think I might – I maybe want to mix in another – a week of like a different camp, maybe a, um, a sports camp or something like the thing you're talking about, go to, go to a – Go away with some other friends, you know. Yeah. Do a, I don't know. We got to find some stuff. But this, this, from what I'm looking at, and you know, I'm still looking through these pictures and flipping while we're talking. And these activities, like I can't keep up with, you know, being a summer parent, working. I know. <laughs> doing all this, like you know, they're make they're doing knot tying, they're doing skits and stuff at night. It's a full day of nonsense. They're making slime out of borax or whatever they're doing. They're playing some weird tennis game. There's ropes involved. I don't know what's happening in all these things. Like, where are they coming up with this stuff? Right? And it's just nonstop. And then they go to the, they go eat. They go do more activities. They do some 
evening thing together. They have a campfire. They sing. They talk. Hopefully, they brush their teeth. <laughs> I don't even care if they brush their teeth. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> They'll drill some hole we, and fill it with lead. We'll be fine. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, we dropped everything off. We get in the car. We leave. We get home. My son's toothpaste is in the car. It's the only thing that wasn't in his bin. He has a toothbrush. Mm. Never, uh, didn't have any toothpaste. It's, it, yeah, this is all just, uh, I don't know, the summer, man, it goes by so fast. And then school is going to be so intense, I know. And I'm just like, but yeah, every year, cool. this is, this was the thing. Like, if I, going to my parents is like a couple more days off work, which I'm way behind on and everything. And I'm like, but every year at the end of the summer, I regret not going back up to, we go on July 4th and it's a zoo. Like, it's fun. But like my three siblings and there's so they're, and yeah. they're 14 or 13 kids and my four kids. So it's like 17 grandparents, grandparents and then eight, my, me, my, my, you know, all, it's, it's just a ton of people. Right. And it's like, where, who's sleeping where and pull out beds and air mattresses. And it's fun. It's good memories. The cousins all have a blast. I don't think you'd ever want to skip that. I think you always want to do the cousin thing. Yeah. The cousin thing. Right. That's the higher priority thing. But then I never have the chill time with like, I just want to go sit on the beach at the lake and like look at a book and maybe fall asleep in the hammock for a half hour and just like, okay, this is chill. Like we're going to have a calm day here and not have to stress about about what every kid is doing. And there's 17 kids we all have to take, take care of. And who's eating and who's feeding and what's the meal time? And okay, we got to make 30 hamburgers. And it's like craziness. And so, um, well, maybe, yeah. uh, maybe strategize a little, get some catering or, uh, we do. We did. We did. We had a, a restaurant really? catered a meal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like feeding 17. I don't know how many is 20, yeah. 27 people. It's like, it's 27 people, right? Um, and then somebody will wander in or a friend will wander over, be over. And so it's just like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? You know, it's so I, I think I'm, I was like this year, we're going to do it. I'm like, it's going to suck. I'll have to take more time off of work and I'm more traveling, more four hour trips in the car. And I, I'll pause that part's not fun, but I was like, I really want to do it this year. So, uh, yeah, anyway, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, Again. it's also, it's, it's like everything. And the the stress is like every decision you make you have to give up something, right? You're giving up something fun to do something else fun. You have to choose between two fun things. And I get the lack of control. My yes. son's just like, oh, you're you're not you're planning everything for me. I want to have control over this. So there's an opportunity cost. Yeah. As I remember from social studies and I guess yes. economics as well. Hmm. But at least, you know, the the, the good thing is there's always um, regrets of something you didn't do that you could have done, but it's better to at least have done something. Like, well, I don't know, because doing nothing is the thing you might be happy with as well. At the end of the day, you know, they go to, they come home from this camp, and they might maybe they don't like this camp. Maybe they would have liked a sports camp more. Well, we found out they had some experience. They came home. This hmm. hasn't happened yet, but they could come home and say, "No, I don't want to go back there." Well, okay, let's dig into why not, right? Oh, I found a picture of my son, and he's wearing hes wearing some kind of bracelet. <laughs> That's the other thing is, like, you get these glimpses into like, these kids' lives when they're, like, not yeah. around, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's interesting. He's, um, they, you know. Okay. No, it's good. But they, they have, I mean, it's sweet. They have this big trampoline floating on the water. It's amazing. And there's like a, a, the dock, it's not just like the lake is pretty sweet. You've got all this equipment. They've got a floating trampoline with those airbags on the side too that you can jump on and then spring people up into the air. And then they've got a, like a tower on the dock. And it's, it's probably, ooh, I can see a picture of it. It's, I'd say it's 10 feet high. Which doesn't sound like a lot of feet, but 10 feet is pretty high. Yeah, and that goes into the water? Yeah, so it's probably 12 feet off the water. Mm. 12, 13, 14 maybe, because the dock as well. Um, so it's easily 12 feet off the water, and it's just a it's just a big platform. They climb a ladder up there, and they jump off. they got a slide. they got a diving board. They've got different areas of the lakes. There's all kinds of, there's all kinds of fun activities. So many activities. 
It looks like they're requiring life jackets if you are to go out onto the trampoline. Mm. Fine, whatever. Yeah, that's okay. that's one. Th- those things are fun. My son came home and he was like, "Hey, you should get. We should talk to Nana and Papa to get one of these things for the lake." I'm yeah, like, "Well, like okay, what is it? Dollars. Yeah, it's like twenty five hundred dollars. It's huge. It's, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. And that's the thing is like." Not that they would, but they have gotten things like that. And you're like, why did you buy this? It, it's going to be used for like four days for right. my sister goes. But like, yeah, it's, that's <laughs> those things are so expensive for how much they actually get used. And then it's just maintaining it. Well, you know, if you're rich and you have a lake house and you got a big family you want to attend and have fun, then that's the kind of stuff you buy. For that one week a year, they come to visit. No pressure to your parents or anything. Hmm. Wait, what did you say? I said, if you got... <laughs> did you not hear my whole thing? No, I don't think I did. I said, if you're rich... Oh. And you got your lake house... Oh, yeah. No, that's they, that's their only house. They have retired up there. Okay. That, is, that is not a... You want to entertain the grandkids, you set that stuff up. Or you make yeah. the argument of just send them away to this one of these fancy summer camps where they can have a lot of fun. Well, like they have like 10 kayaks, right? It's for all these grandkids. Yeah. And like, yeah, they should get some of these circle boats. I'm telling you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel guilty not going up more, but it's like, it's, a, it's hard to do. And then someone probably is complaining when there's, when all 10 are out, right? Nah, no. How come they... we don't have 11 kayaks? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need. That's right. Oh, you mean out in the? I think meant like on the property. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> How come I don't get one? Oh man, oh that's funny. Um, yeah. So camp is the the latest development. I mean, I already miss them a little bit after two days. I don't miss. I don't miss telling them the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Um. But I do miss having them around. And it's not like I'm really, I really have that much free time. You know, they're older, they manage themselves. Buddy of mine has a three year old now. You know, we got newborns on the way from other friends and stuff. And it's kind of hilarious watching them. Like it's, uh, so we had a little bit of a gathering Saturday evening before the kids left. Nice super spreader event right before camp. Big super, yeah, it (laughs) kind of was a big super spreader (laughs) event. And my buddy brought his three-year-old over. And we had another family over who has four kids. And their youngest is three. And he's like, oh, are there going to be any other younger kids around? Because I need my son to keep keep busy with something. And he's just chasing this kid everywhere. Oh, Everything he's, he's doing, he's so falling and hovering yeah. him over him. I'm like, just leave him, dude. He's fine. He's going to run away. No, he's not. He still needs you to feed him. He'll come back. <laughs> and so the other family arrives with their four kids and the you know, the three-year-olds, the youngest, they didn't even bat an eye. Like, they didn't care where that kid was. He was running all over the neighborhood, <laughs> like, up. He's crawling on top of the swing set over the roof and out and about. And they went home and they forgot him. Wait, he was they, still at they our left house. Him? He was, they left, they left the house. They're walking what? home because they're like three houses away. They're not that far. Oh, oh. And he comes running around the side of the house and starts eating potato chips. And I'm like, Twilliger. Your parents already left. What are you doing? And he's just like stuffing his face with chips and then runs away. How old is he? Three. Hmm. Wait, three? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I know you said the first kid was three. And it's like 10 p.m. Yeah. The point of the story was the one yeah. friend has a three-year-old. It's his only kid. Oh, right. right Another right, family has yeah. a three-year-old. It's their youngest kid. And there was yeah. a stark difference in their mm-hmm. level of concern and attentiveness toward those children. Mm-hmm. We Yes, we... <laughs> We have a neighbor that's like that too, and he's a little uh, overbearing. And uh, yeah. and I'm just like, just put the kid down, and walk away, just just walk just away. Put no, no, yeah. just. And he's like, put what? I'm like, just just walk away, <laughs> just walk away. <laughs> I mean, this is like when there's neighbors over and there's kids yeah. everywhere. Like, just he'll find somebody. Yeah, yeah. just do something. Because that's with this kid. The first <laughs> he's like, I want a game. You get me a game. Like, okay, here's a game. He opens it up and dumps everything out. New game, new game. And his dad's like, well, he needs a new game. I'm like, get. Leave. Just same thing. I'm like, just go outside. But he's gonna play. He's gonna mess up this. I don't care what he messes up. Just leave. Just get outside. Just get away from him. He's irritating. So he ended up. He didn't come outside, and he just kind of sat inside with him, giving him games over and over. Every just every time he demanded something new, he just handed it to him. Like, okay, that's not gonna go well. <laughs> I mean, he, he's not a bratty kid. It's just like, 
Oh, stop, yeah. Stop feeding into this. Like, mm. goodness gracious. Just be like, look, here's a room full of toys. Pick something. I'm out. I'm going. That's what I, I threw a notebook at him. Some markers. I'm like, here you go. There's some markers in the notebook. Draw for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I, that's why I say you just got to walk away from the kid because they'll, yeah. uh, they'll find something to do. Um, you yeah. know, or they'll, if they're really in trouble, they'll come find you. I don't yeah. know. We, uh, yeah. And it's, it's always, rash. it's always like the, the, the only child kids. Like by the time I was, <laughs> My fourth kid, I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 you can find your way home. You know where we right. live. <laughs> we got them all. Who knows? Who Although I've started to wonder if I've been a little too, like, okay with it. Cause today yeah. she was like, I'm going to go over to a friend's house. I'm like, all right. And there's like these dudes cutting trees down over, like they cut a whole bunch of trees down right next door. So yeah. all these trucks. And I'm like, yeah, okay, go. And then I was like, yeah, maybe I should just check in. And then I'm like, uh, that's <laughs> so I text the parents. I'm like, did Faith ever make it over there? No response ever. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then the phone rings here and I pick it up and then she picks it up and I'm like, all right, I guess you're home. I guess you didn't make it over there. I'm like, <laughs> I guess you didn't go. <laughs> and so she went there and back and I just, I'm like, all right. I, I, yeah, I'm, I, we were, pr- we're pretty free range and I'm like almost too much free range with it, but. Like she would be the bit. kind of like small. She's like try to cut across the yard while the people are cutting trees down. She wouldn't have the <laughs> sense to be like, okay, open the trucks and the big saws and everything. Yeah. Maybe I'll go around the other way. And but. the chances of it hitting her though are low. I know, Slim. but yeah, yeah, I agree. Really low. But uh, it's just funny that uh, I was just like, hmm, yeah, maybe I should. So check I'm, in. yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. We got one friend who's got a newborn on the way. Um, I like the newborns. Though, you know, they, they're very protective and won't let you hold them much, so. But I like the newborns. I don't like it when they get too mobile. That's when it's like, all right, they're all yours. You can take care of this with your pens and your whatever, and I'm not going to hover over them while they explore every electrical outlet. That's a lot, you know. <laughs> well, you don't give them a pen. You give them, like, a, a rubber or something so they, yeah. they do and jam it's a it lot. in there. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to do with, with those Little toddlers. The three-year-olds you can set free, but the the one, the walking, crawling slash walking up to three. I would even say up to three. Three, they're pretty stable. You can trust them walking down the stairs. Hold the railing. Just hold the railing, okay? Just hold the railing. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was always of the camp, like, teach them to do the stairs instead of, like, teach no, them. get off the yeah. stairs. No, get off the stairs. No, uh, get Of off. course, yeah. yeah. Just teach them how to do the stairs. Then you have to worry. Just teach them how to do it. And only do yeah. once. All right. You mean like the babies? When they're crawling. That's what they want. Oh, look, that's something different. I'm going to crawl up the stairs. And then you're constantly f- dragging them right. off the stairs or figuring out how to put up some gateway. You're going to trip over and break your own neck. You're yeah. Trying to, uh, so, I don't know. We. So you kid, taught your nine-month-old how to crawl up and down the stairs? Uh, my, my nine-month-old? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was nine month, how old they were, but it was young. I mean, it was like, that was the, the thing. I didn't go crazy trying to keep them off of things. I'm like, okay, let's teach them how. That's why they all, you know, not use a chainsaw. Right. No. And a fish. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, give them knives to whittle with and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's I'm all for that as, yeah, yeah. as well. I mean, Grace came over, uh, and was like, uh, all right. When she came up from camp, I need a knife. Okay. What do you need a knife for? <laughs> Cause I'm making a knife. I'm like, what are you? I'm whittling. Okay. What are you, what are you whittling? Uh, whittling a knife. I'm like, okay. Whittling a knife. Yeah. Out of a knife. All right. Fine. And then okay, <laughs> I just go. handed it to her. Check your blood circle. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Check the blood circle. I guess somebody did walk into a blood circle while they were there and they're like, oh, watch over the blood circle. And they're like, what do you mean a blood circle? Oh, yeah. I use it all the time. I think I stole it from you because it was, you know, safety circle. Yeah. It's circle, called a safety circle. circle. But right. That's what they're like. Oh, you mean the safety circle? <laughs> no. Yeah. The blood circle. Because, well, I, I have a kid that'll walk into, he's, he's one of our friends, right? It's just, this one kid is like a nightmare. It's always, anything that could go wrong, it was, it's him. He did it. <laughs> and he's, we go camping and he's always using, he just brings a hatchet with him and he's always just swinging that hatchet oh, everywhere. No. I'm like, can we, you know, he's like, well, I check my blood circle and he swings the sharp end of the hatchet around in a big circle, like near inches from people. He's that's like, look, it not, doesn't hit them. I'm like, oh, dude, that's not your necessary. inches. 
the, the, the circle is fuzzy, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're swinging that thing as hard as you can. That's different than whittling. Like, the head on the hatchet is loose. I can see it from here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> so I, I have to intervene sometimes with that whole thing. Be like, you're going to use the hatchet. It's got to be like a, a blood galaxy, okay? Just blood galaxy. Go over there. <laughs> And if someone walks into your blood galaxy, you have to stop. You understand that, right? Like, it's not my fault they walked in. That, that's yeah. So we got one of the, we got one of these VR things, these VR headsets, and we do have we have we have this. I've said like, if you see somebody walking, if you get hit by the person who's playing VR, then that's on you. That's not on the person because you can't you can't see out of it at all. You can't it's see nothing. Yeah. yeah, and I punched Helen once. <laughs> she was like. <laughs> walking right in front of me. I, I was doing something. I punched right in the face. And I was like, I'm so sorry. What happened? I didn't know you were there. I can't see you. She was fine. It was like a glancing blow. But uh, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys got to remember, like, you cannot see. Cannot see mm-hmm. you with yeah. these things on my face. Situational awareness. Oh, man. What else oh, is going on? Camp. Two more weeks. Know. Yeah. Soccer. This is, this is the other thing, right? It's like pretty easy right now, right? You come home from work. Hang out with the family who you love, and then you go to bed, and you kind of do it again. It's not, yeah. oh no, I got to get home from work, and I got to go to the soccer field, and I got to do this, and I got this kid to get there, and this kid to get over there, and the other kid, and then I got to get home, and I got to eat dinner for like three minutes, and then I got to go. To- yeah, that's the part, and then yeah, and no schoolwork, and no schoolwork, <sighs> no school stress, <clears throat> summertime. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy. And especially because there's no kids here right now at all. So we have my wife and I have been. Um, I don't want to no, know. I mean, it's a family show. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's goes to our she's jujitsu classes, martial arts classes. Mm-hmm. So she's been going more, and I've been going with her. Uh, last two nights we went tonight. We went last night. She'll go tomorrow again. I'm kind of like okay, yeah, but work still takes up quite a lot of time. So yeah. Uh, but I got some other thing. It's only been two days, right? It's only been two days. This weekend, we're going to her reunion, her high school reunion. Wow. What is it? What is it? 30 years? For her, probably, yeah. <laughs> what is it for us? 93? I just said my 25th, not that long ago. No, it, you graduated in 93, so it would be... Yeah, it was in 2018. So, yeah. Yeah, so 30, it must be, right? Yeah, I think it's 30, yeah. Oh, Whatever nice. it is, it's just a reunion. <clears throat> so we're going to that, which is a little more convenient without the kids because we don't have to put them anywhere because they already are somewhere. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. Right. It's fascinating stuff. We don't, and I hope we can transition back into regular because I might just forget that they're back, you know? So we'll pick them up. Bring them home, and then maybe the next day I'll be like, "Whoa, we're going. Let's go out." And well, you know, my wife and I'll just leave or something, and forget the kids are home with no one. Yeah, but that's okay. Provide <laughs> camp activities. At this point, it is okay because at this, they're gonna. My daughter especially is gonna come home and and be especially sassy. I mean, she's been pretty sassy lately, anyway. Hmm. But I think this is just gonna amplify that behavior a bit uh, with her independence. With her, you know, what are they going to do when they get home and they've had these full days of like 7 a.m. breakfast, you know? Where is my buffet of foods that I can choose from? And then 8, you know, 8.30, whatever, clean up. And then 9 a.m. is my first activity. And 10 a.m. is a different activity. And 11 a.m. I want to be at the lake. Where is my lake trampoline? Like, And everything is steps away. Oh, right. right. <laughs> that's funny. My lake trampoline. That's right. Yeah, when everything is just totally catered to you. Yeah, everything is catered to them. What are my act- afternoon activity going to be? And they just and they love being with their friends. They love being with all these kids. There's a kid writing on his arm. Uh, <laughs> and they just won't have all these kids when they get back. I guess then they'll get back in school and they'll all suffer class together. Yeah, I don't know, man. Growing up really is the worst. It's the best and the worst. It's uh, <laughs> one of those two sides yeah. of the same coin. The my daughter, my f- girl who was at twelve um, year old there, it is Grace, who's who came back. She was gone for a week, and she comes back, 
she walks and was, we had a great conversation in the car. She told us about all the awesome people that she met and all the awesome stuff she did at camp all week. She walks in the house. She gets on tech mm. and like five minutes in, I'm like, Hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And, and before you get on there, like you can do it, but like you got to do a couple things. You got to unpack and like, don't just throw all your yeah. stuff in the middle of the floor and then walk, like go plug into the TV. Oh, at least I didn't leave the lawnmower in the middle of the lawn. That was real smart. I'm like, <laughs> what the? Who? Like you are grounded. I'm like, are you serious right now? Like we had a cool day in the car. Like five minutes ago, you were fine. Between then and now, you got on technology and you just totally mouthed off to me with the most ridiculous thing to say. Like, you don't care that the lawnmower's in the middle of the lawn. I'm going back outside right now to use it. I'm t- like, you can chill with the mouth, right? And I'm just like, chill. are you serious? Like it was. So weird. It was so fast. I was so like sort yeah. of disappointed. I thought she'd oh, come back yeah. and be like, Oh yeah, you know, this was it's good to be home. I kinda like I'm gonna be yeah. happy for a little bit, but they are really starting to see us as the oppressors. That freaking technology, man, it is brutal. Like they've learned that they can get away with some thing. You know, they can yeah. we're not authoritarian as much as we'd like to be. Yeah, I'm also like I try not to. I think I I try not to like dictate everything and right. I don't know. But but you got to be. Listen, you walked in the door, you threw your bag on the floor, <laughs> you sat down on the couch, you're yeah. browsing. The, it's like this. We all live here. Can you get this bag out of here? Unpack all that stuff. But at the same time, I, I try to consider from the other perspective because, of course, when I do it, it's it makes perfect sense. Right? It's absolutely the right thing to do. When my wife says something to the kids, I can definitely see their perspective. When they walk in the door from camp and they're tired and they're like, ah, oh, and they throw their backpack on the floor and they sit down. Yeah. And she's like, get up and put those bags away. I'm like, whoa, 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 take it easy. Yeah. They just sat down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was kind of I, – I was trying to be that way too. Like, all right, hey, right. I know you're probably tired and you're like just want to like decompress for a little bit. I get all that, but – Right. Like, you know, I like don't need a smart mouth me about the stupid lawnmower. Like, that's not yeah, 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 your world yeah. to deal with. Like, uh. I'm bingo. I'm, you know, I've circled back to the checklists and I highly recommend these things. Be, it depends on your, depends on your kid, whether or not they like doing it. Um, but I think I, I, I'll collaborate with them. So I'll say, okay, instead of giving them demands, hey, do this now, now, now. I'll say, hey, come sit down with me for a few minutes and bring bring the notebook over. They're like, okay. And then together, we make a checklist. You draw little boxes. We write little items that basically says, like, move this back, move, you know, unpack your stuff from camp, put it in the washing machine, go do this, go brush your teeth. It's your evening checklist. We work on it together. Do you got anything you want to add? Oh, I want to do this. Okay, add this. All right, here you go. You know, can you get this done? Before bedtime. And you give it some flexibility. Because mm. then when my wife comes in, it's like, why is this bag still on the floor? And she trips over it on purpose and falls down kind of thing. I could have died. It's, like, it's on their list. They'll take care of it. Right? you, you got to be a little flexible. Like, they're not just... Because I get it. you got to bark at them. You're like, this needs to be done now. Do what I say when I say kind of thing. Mm. And it's kind of like, well, you could they, they could do what we say, but... It, if we also demand when I say that, that's real, real soul crushing. Like, do I have no control over my own being? I can't choose at this moment to simply have a drink of water or relax or use the bathroom or whatever. Just read for five minutes. I can't do that until it's like well, every time my butt touches the couch, you're like, get up and go do this other thing. Like, oh, that yeah, kind of happens, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, have a drink of water. It's one thing. Sit down on the tablet when you just threw all your stuff in the front door and I can't have to step over it now because I'm going to come in the house, right? Like, okay, if you don't... No, I know. If you don't want to do it right now, fine. But get the stuff, just bring it upstairs to your room where you can process it on your own, but it's not in the way of everybody. That's the that's the sort of thing that gets me. It's like the, the walk in the door and drop everything. I'm just like, mm, okay, let's... uh I hear you, but I'm. I still think I'm. I still think I'm on board with the just. You know what? Just step over the step nah. over the damn bag for a little while. <sighs> no, or kick it to the no, side no. and be like, "All right, let's work out." So we, I mean, for their day camp, we have a checklist that they have to run through every night. 
in the beginning of the checklist is they're getting home from camp and then there's the preparing for camp the next day. And so I, all I do is make sure I print out new checklists and I hand them to them when they get home. Mm. <laughs> and it's like empty your bat and they make their own lunches for camp the next day. Uh, yeah. See, so I think this all comes a little bit old. Like my son now, he's gone to Boy Scout camp three times and his neighbor, this neighbor friend of ours, it was his first time. And yeah. we went and they sent us a bunch of text messages that weekend before we, t- we took them on Sunday and as much as text messages on Friday and Saturday about the stuff and requirements and all this stuff. And, um, then we went and hung out with a couple on Monday night when the kids were all gone and she, and, uh, the mom was a little bit like, oh, man, I was, it was kind of hard getting here and there was like a lot of stuff to happen and, I don't know. And it was just like, my son just doesn't seem to be able to do anything for himself. And I'm like, and like, did, did you do this and this and this and this? And I was like, uh, we did nothing. Like, I was like, do you need anything? And he said, no. So I was, I wasn't like trying to brag or anything. I'm just like, you're going to get there. Like, and right now, and to my wife's credit, she does this with the packing list. My, and my kids will be like, okay, we're going away for the weekend. What do we need? Let's make a list. And they're like, okay, two bathing suits, two that, you know, this is what we need, right? Like we need two bathing suits, three change of clothes, a towel. And, and then they, and then they'll go off and pack everything. So that part all works out. And for camp, we literally did nothing with Jason. I was like, uh, you sure you got everything? Cause yeah, yeah, dad, I've done it before. I'm fine. All right. Fine. I've done it before. <laughs> Did he have a checklist he was working off of though? Uh, he may have, or he just, he, I don't, I don't know. And, and to be honest, I don't know to this day if he had everything he needed or he didn't, but he came home and he unpacked or he's unpacking. It's st- still, he, 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 his room is destroyed, but, um, yeah. So, uh, nice. yeah, but he can't, he, he, we didn't get a phone call like, Hey, your son forgot his right. XYZ and you need to run up, run it up here or anything. So. Um, you know, I think they probably carry extra. They work it out. They figure it out. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Good talk. It's late. I want to go to bed. It's early. What are you talking about? It's late. All right. Yeah. So we need to wrap it up with some, some glib statement or we just say cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.